welcome to the Compassionate Business Collective. I'm Alex Oakle, registered associate nutritionist turned compassionate business coach. I help wellbeing professionals build and scale their businesses with impact and without burnout. Join me every week for chats about business basics, online marketing, getting more visible, scaling with success, and more importantly, building a business in true alignment with your values and without compromising your own well-being. Hello and welcome back to the Compassionate Business Collective podcast. In today's episode, I'm joined by Rachel Emma Waring, who is a creative consultant and Pinterest expert. And she is going to be helping us get started on Pinterest and kind of just help us realize why Pinterest can be such a valuable asset in our businesses. Uh, Rachel is also the co-host of a podcast that I absolutely love, The Business Proposal. So I would definitely head out and listen to that if you love what Rachel has to say here today. Hi, Rachel. Thank you so much for being here. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really looking forward to today's conversation. I was just saying before we press record that Pinterest has definitely been up there for me as something that I've wanted to do for a really long time. And I know that a lot of people listening have felt the same way, but maybe don't know how to get started. So would you mind by starting off today's podcast by just introducing yourself and letting us know a bit more about you? Yeah, of course. Uh, So thanks again for having me. I love chatting about Pinterest. It's one of my favourite topics it's one of my favorite platforms Uh, and so I'm a creative consultant I basically help small businesses creatives content creators find more fun and joy in like the marketing side of their business because I know that for most people that's the bit that is it's sort of the extra thing that you're like oh can't be bothered (laughs) Um, but weirdly so I actually started out my sort of small business journey as a wedding stylist so I used to have a wedding business And I sold, it was like part service-based, part product-based. I sold like wedding stationery and I also did wedding styling services. And I actually realized that I really loved the marketing bit more than the actual job I was doing. I did love weddings, but I really got a lot out of doing the content and the video stuff and just like the marketing, like businessy side of it. And I started helping people on the side of my wedding business doing both at the same time the pandemic happened and I was like oh it's very lucky I have something else to focus on other than just weddings and I was I was actually going to go back to my wedding business but I enjoyed doing this so much that actually I was like you know what I'm just going to carry on with this full-time so that has been me ever since. (laughs) Love it and why Pinterest because I feel like Pinterest is definitely something that your business is kind of focused around and it's a lot of what you do so how did you get into Pinterest and yeah just tell us a little bit more about how that love affair started yeah it's funny you say love affair because I literally call this my Pinterest love story Um, (laughs) yeah because I it's so funny I have been on Pinterest literally almost since the beginning like well you know when platforms are really small and they have to you have to like request an invite to be let on Mm -hmm. I've been on there since then uh but I wasn't using it strategically at all for the first like I don't know five six years because at the when I started I didn't uh, when I started on there I didn't even have a business um so really the first kind of marketing adventure I guess into Pinterest I did was with my wedding business and I think back then it was probably when I first started using it strategically maybe like 2016 2017 
it, back then there were a lot of niches on Pinterest, but like the biggies were like, you know, recipes, crafts, weddings, fashion. Like it was like for weddings, it was a, a no brainer really. Uh, so that's sort of what alerted to me, me to it. Cause I was like, Oh, where do people go to plan their weddings? They go to Pinterest first a lot of the time. So I kind of started using it more as a marketing tool and it took loads of experimentation, loads of learning, loads of just trying stuff out. And it really, after a, you know, a year or two of sort of consistency, and it doesn't have to take loads of time either. I wasn't spending every waking hour on there. In fact, I often say I still spent more time on Instagram. And I still do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Instagram is more sort of um, attention hungry, I think. Uh, but what it ended up with is I was getting 70% of my website traffic through Pinterest. And I used to say that I, my business could have survived quite well without Instagram, but it would have struggled without Pinterest. So really it was a game changer for my wedding business. And then I was actually invited by the Pinterest UK team to speak at one of their wedding events. They did this event in 2019 called Pinterest Presents Weddings. And they asked me to come and share my Pinterest love story. And after that is when people started approaching me to, you know, help them. And then I saw how good it was for my clients as well in other niches. So yeah, that's sort of where that love story started. I think you brought up a really interesting point there of like, how is Pinterest actually used? And I think we all can relate to the, well, I had my wedding last year so I definitely was using Pinterest a lot um but yeah I think we all think about it as like you go on there searching for something in uh, like in particular but is it a social network or is it a search engine or is it a combination of both like what is Pinterest yes that's such a good question so this is one of the first things I usually start with when I'm teaching Pinterest is that it really is it's closer to Google than it is to Instagram. So it is mm-hmm. a search engine. It does have social elements though. It's not like, you know, Google, you can't go on, you know, someone's listing in Google and like chat with them. <laughs> but Pinterest mm-hmm. is much more, it is much more social than Google, but it is the the power in it is in the search engine. And also in the context of why people are there as well. So it's the reason why it's so powerful as a marketing platform is like you've just touched on people go there looking for something specific so if they're looking for a recipe for example they're there looking for and if you have content that is recipe based you know people are, are there looking for what you offer but they don't know who you are yet so that's where the power is they're looking for a specific thing And it's like, how do you present yourself at exactly that right moment? Yeah, that's really, really interesting. So how, well, does Pinterest work for people who aren't creating products necessarily? So they don't have, you know, I can see very clearly how Pinterest would work if you were a wedding business or you made candles or your beautiful stationery. Like I can see that very clearly. Or even for people making recipes, obviously are some people who are in my audience, like nutritious and dietitians. But apart from that, like how does it work for service-based businesses? Yeah, so it's definitely a slightly different approach for product-based businesses versus service-based businesses. But it definitely works, you know, equally powerfully for both places. You've just got to know how to sort of position yourself. So the thing to remember with any search engine is people are looking for an answer to a question or a problem, or they're looking for something that they need help with. So whether you're a product or service-based business, you've got to put yourself in front of them when they're asking that question. So Mm -hmm. as a service-based business, 
what a good way to think about Pinterest is that it takes care of your to go like super marketing jargon like the top of funnel it takes care of mm-hmm. getting new audience members into your audience into your community because it's a, it's a really powerful discovery engine so what what you sort of don't want to do is go onto Pinterest and treat it like Instagram and expect it to be a place where someone's going to find you on Monday and then on Monday evening is going to book in for one of your services. Cause most of the time when you're a service provider, it's a little bit more of a high ticket thing than like selling a greetings card, for example. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's about bringing new eyes into your world and you can nurture them on Pinterest, but you're also going to be able to nurture them elsewhere, like on your email list, on your blog, if you have one, even on your Instagram. It's about introducing you to new people and bringing them into your customer journey. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a really great way to sum it up. I have started Pinterest for my nutrition business and <laughs> it's very much an experiment at the moment, but it's it feels quite low risk Pinterest. That's why I quite like it. You just like put things out, see what happens, play around with it. It's um yeah, it's it's less intense, I think, than like Instagram or TikTok. You don't have to put yourself out there as yeah. much. Um, but I would love to know what makes a good profile and like does that matter on Pinterest? Like, should we be just focusing on creating actual content or do we need to like nurture our profile and make it look really beautiful and really think about what work like what words we're using in our profile or is it more about the posts or a bit of both I love that question and also I love that you say that it's low pressure because I feel like exactly the same about it but I often hear the opposite I often hear people say that they're really intimidated by Pinterest because they feel like their content has to be really visual and like you know that Mm, I think that's maybe a bit of a hangover from like old school Pinterest where it's like I saw it on Pinterest it's Pinterest ready like everything has to be Pinterest perfect and I don't think that's the case anymore at all like I agree I totally see it as a place to show up and experiment and it is low pressure and I also like to say that it's a great platform for introverts because you don't need to be there all the time you know like chatting away to people yeah so yeah totally agree with that but on your question your profile is an interesting one because it is important in some ways and it's not important in other ways so what it is important for is setting you up for success in the search engine so when you're on pinterest basically you can assume any words that you're using in anything in your pins in your bio in your board titles in your board descriptions all of that feeds into the search engine so it helps pinterest categorize your work basically now your bio, obviously, someone might see your bio because they might come out, they might click on one of your pins and they might want to come and follow you. So your bio will be read, but not necessarily, you know, read letter by letter, like really, really in depth. Mm. There are things that you can do to make your profile more, more appealing to be followed. But actually, what you can let go of is the idea that people are going to be looking through every single one of your boards and like reading it like a book and sort of one of the things that lots of my clients and students get stuck on at the start is they're like oh but some of my boards like overlap a little bit like can so does it make does it matter if I put pins in this board rather than that board and it really just doesn't matter like the thing that is important in the sort of big picture is your individual pins like they are where the power lies because if we think about the search engine when people are searching very rarely are they going to search for a profile under whatever they're searching. They're searching for pins. So if you've ever Mm. done a search on Pinterest, if you think how often you end up on someone's profile, it's probably not that often. More likely you'll search in Pinterest, you'll have some pins come up and you'll look at those pins in the search results. So really your profile is what I call like the SEO skeleton. 
people can see it people aren't spending loads of time there but your pins mm. are out there in the in the sort of pinterest world working away for you which is in, again what makes it low pressure because no one's going to see every single pin you do in order they're just going to mm. see you individually so if you do a pin that's not very good people just won't see it it's fine it's not, it's not in yes. the world Hello from your friendly fad-free business strategist. I am popping in to let you know that I have space to work one-to-one with new clients in March. And I want you to imagine feeling more aligned with your business and confident about the services you're offering. Building systems and automations to make your life more streamlined and allowing you to take rest, breaks and holiday without sacrificing your revenue. Imagine diversifying your business model to increase financial stability in your business and curate consistent income months. I'm going to help you become known in your field as a knowledgeable innovator that attracts ideal clients, collaborations, and opportunities that absolutely light you up. So I teach strategy, mindset, and marketing to people just like you to help you build a diverse and sustainable business without overwhelm and burnout. And I would absolutely love, love, love to invite you to apply to work with me at alexocal.com slash one, and we can have a conversation about how we can grow your business to the next level. All the information will be down below in the show notes or head to alexocal.com slash one. I'd love to hear like, what's the impact of being on Pinterest? Like, I think we can see it quite clearly with like Instagram. Okay, your followers go up. If you're like attracting the right people, you're more likely to have people who want to work with you in whatever capacity that is. And even for SEO to a point, we can think, okay, more traffic, like is Pinterest, like how does Pinterest create an impact in your business? Or like, I'm like, do you have any success stories? Or like anyone who's gone viral on Pinterest? I'd love to hear about that. Yeah, I love that. So there's a few things. It kind of depends on what your goals are. Uh, because, you know, there's, if your goal, for example, is to grow your website traffic, say you've got a backlog of, you know, loads of blogs as a service provider, and you want to be able to reuse that content and bring, you know, lots of organic traffic over to your site, Pinterest is incredible for that. Like, it's a really, really great traffic driver so if your if your goal is traffic then you could definitely use pinterest for that uh and then obviously once you've got more traffic that obviously leads to more bookings more sales more people joining your email list that kind of thing so that's one side the other side is because people can follow you on pinterest it's another place to grow a presence and like brand awareness mm-hmm. so as well as growing your presence offline and bringing people into your community in other ways you can grow a presence on Pinterest where people are following you elsewhere. So basically you're not relying on, you know, one social media basket, which usually let's face it is Instagram. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you're taking a bit of that pressure off Instagram. And one of the other things, actually, this is an example I can give. So one of the things that's amazing about Pinterest is that it is evergreen. So when you post a pin, it doesn't just last like a couple of days or, you know, a couple of hours, it can last you for years. So my old wedding business, I still have that account open uh, just because I like to see what happens with old pins there. I just think it's a good experiment. Yeah, they don't good even, case study. Yeah, exactly. They don't even lead anywhere anymore. And they're so old that I look at the pins and I'm like, ew, because it's like, you know, <laughs> the old branding, like there's fake digital glitter everywhere. I'm like, oh God, Rachel, no. Um, <laughs> But what's really interesting is 
I haven't touched that account really. I've, I'm actually trying to change it and do it as a bit of a side project at the moment just for some like creative fun. So I've changed the name of it. But other than that, I've not touched it for like three years. Those pins every month are bringing in like an average monthly views of two like, over 200,000 on pins that I created. Yeah, pins that I created in like 2017, 2018, 2019. So in terms of mm. impact, what I think is really important about Pinterest and the thing that's tricky is this isn't like the sexiest like it's not like oh I went I went viral on TikTok and my all my products sold out what it actually does is it it really looks after the long term of your business so it can be a little bit slow to start with but it's very similar to when you're working on your Google SEO what can start to happen is you'll put some effort in and as long as you keep it up consistently you can put a small amount of time in and it sort of snowballs over time and suddenly you'll be like oh I haven't even I hear this from clients all the time they say oh I've not even had that much time to focus on my uh on my pins that much recently but I've just looked and they're they're literally my main traffic driver to my site and it feels like I'm not really doing anything like literally one of my one-to-one clients who I worked with last year emailed me the other day and said I was feeling really guilty that I've not I've not been able to keep up my Pinterest like I thought and I went on there and I've got over four million monthly views and like it's still bringing traffic to my site and she was like imagine if I was still putting the the effort in you know so yeah I think it's it's a it's looking after the long term of your business and really just like diversifying where those news new eyes are coming from if that makes sense absolutely and I think that's so important is having that more sustainable attitude to marketing because like we all want the quick wins yeah. and like sometimes we just need the quick wins <laughs> but having behind us and like I'm a big SEO fan um and that's why I really want to try Pinterest as well to like you know complement that nicely but we do need to have both sides of the coin there the quick wins and then the like slow and steady keep people coming you know coming in and taking over I think that's really important um and yeah that sounds really exciting I can't believe like that it's been dormant for like three years and your old business is still getting all those clicks and views yeah I mean the thing is it's like take it with a slight pinch of salt because those pins I don't even have the website anymore so it's not like they're not bringing me anything they're just being seen but I do think you know if I did still have them connected to a website it's like actually I still had the website open for quite a while after I finished that wedding business and I had to close it because it was giving me admin issues because people were like yeah. oh, I've seen this every so often I still get an email saying oh because I've, I've, they've tracked me down from a pin that they found of like I've got these or I did have these celestial wedding in, invitations and I've had still to this day like I get the odd email every so often saying do you still offer these I, I've saw them on Pinterest yeah. and I'm always like no sorry I should have got rid of them but I like to see the stats <laughs> yeah well the thing is as like I said someone who got married last year I would have been that person because if I saw something I was like I'm finding that and I didn't care how I had to get it yeah I was doing all of that sort of thing (laughs) I love that um so we've spoken a bit about like how Pinterest can impact your business a good profile but I think what people are going to be maybe feeling a bit reluctant about is bringing in another thing to do Mm. so with Pinterest do you need to be making like fresh new content or can you kind of rework or repurpose old content and with my clients it's probably going to be like maybe articles and blog posts they've written or Instagram posts yeah okay I love that yeah so there's it's a bit of a sort of double-pronged answer so Pinterest really like fresh content they say they, they actually use the term fresh content 
But what they mean by that is original content from you, firstly. So you don't have to worry about repinning loads of other people's stuff, which is definitely a game changer. Mm-hmm. It saves loads of time. So they really only care about your content that you're putting on the platform for a start. And then when it comes to repurposing, the fresh content thing, they only mean that in terms of like what Pinterest has seen. So let's say you've got an Instagram post, like a carousel or something that's done really well. But if you put it on Pinterest, it will be fresh to Pinterest. Like they right. they will see it as fresh content. The only time they don't see it as fresh content is when, say you you pinned that that image from Instagram, say you pinned it a few months ago. If you then pinned it again, then that would be a duplicate content. Because if you think about it, the if a, a pin is evergreen, you shouldn't really need to pin the exact same pin the exact same way a few times. Yeah. You know, you, you only really need to pin it that way once. And that is something that's actually changed over the last few years. It very much used to be like old school Pinterest marketing was just like a big old loop. You just used to loop pins all like and people had it on automations and it was, you know, people loved it. But the problem was, is that Pinterest got really stale as a platform. Like there were just mm. the same pins being churned out over and over again. So that's why they had to like put that in. Um, but in terms of repurposing from other places, 100% go for it. It is such a good place to use as a content hub of like you know what whatever you've created elsewhere it will just live on Pinterest and get more traction Mm, yeah and I I'm like thinking now selfishly for my (laughs) own business and I'm thinking well surely if I've got a you know really long blog post like we tend to write like 800 plus words I could probably create like three or four pins just from that one piece of content that are all slightly different, but all on the same theme. So yeah, that sounds like it's a really great place to yeah, repurpose stuff and bring new life to old content as well. Yeah, definitely. You can 100% create new pins about the same idea or the same blog post or the same link. You can definitely do that. It's just you don't want to like pin the same image over and over again, basically. But there's so many ways to rework it. Also on the topic of repurposing, reels and tiktok videos are really good repurposes for idea pins Mm. so that's another host of content that you can you can dive into there do you mind talking a bit about idea pins i have seen them a bit but i'm I presume they're trying to up their video game, like everyone (laughs) yeah exactly so they brought video um, idea pins in when was it a couple I think in 2020 they brought them in and they are very much Pinterest like shine in the same way that Instagram loved reels like Pinterest really really love idea pins I personally actually do really love them I think they've really nailed the format and I think they're nice to build I quite like them lots of people were a bit on the fence or just hated them because the main difference they had was that they don't have an outbound link so they weren't as good for growing your traffic but what they are really good for is they get much quicker and sort of higher reach potential so they they definitely get more views quicker than static pins do which are your you know the normal standard pins and also you've got the benefit of being able to add more value in a pin without having to connect it to anywhere else so you know it's a good way of nurturing on the platform as well so I really like them for that reason they're good for growing your following as well however the scoop is apparently this year they're going to bring links to them which will be ah, really be interesting great. yeah because i i'm really interested to see what that then means for static pins like will that they've said that they'll never get rid of static pins and i think that people would be absolutely up in arms if they got rid of static pins um but yeah i'm really interested to see what that does for static pins and you know how often how it whether it means that more people will use idea pins but i personally think mm. they're really really worth 
doing because they're basically the different the other difference is, is that they have multiple pages so they're kind of like a mixture between like an instagram carousel post a reel and like a tiktok like they're good for short form video content you can also use images in them as well but it's basically anything that's like actionable like bite-sized tips that kind of thing uh they work really well for that i was just thinking like since the rise of canva and now we're also good at canva i think that is a game changer for something like Pinterest because when you've got a service-based business you don't really have yes. that content like beautiful images to use necessarily so you're like well what do I put on Pinterest whereas now we can create like I use it a lot for infographics like it works really well for that you know making them on Canva and then putting them on Pinterest um so yeah that's I think Canva has been a game changer for that <laughs> yeah definitely and they've got so many Pinterest templates as well so you don't even have to think about like what kind of thing works just go onto Canva and there's loads and loads of of templates there and I think infographics especially for anything in like wellness and well-being in general that kind of stuff is really like people people absolutely lap that up on Pinterest because it's like instant value isn't it let's talk a little bit which you have spoken about a bit about the pinning other people's content versus creating your own content yes how does that work on Pinterest yeah. so the way that I like to explain it and this has changed so if anyone's listening and they heard they've heard differently it's probably because the, the strategy the strategy used to be completely different it used to be that you would do a mix of both you'd pin some stuff that was relevant to your ideal customers from other people and you'd pepper in your own content and that was very much the vibe now Pinterest have said that you could literally pin only your own content and that would be fine. Like they, they don't really care what you're pinning from other people. Now, they're not going to chuck you off Pinterest for pinning stuff from other people because obviously the standard user who's not running a business and isn't using it for marketing is only pinning from other people. Like that's the user, that's the way to use it as a user. But when you're a creator, which is what Pinterest call, you know, the, the people who are creating platform, creating content on the platform, they call them creators. They want their creators to be creators rather than curators so if you're saving stuff from other people you're basically curating and a lot of the time what I see people do at the start is they'll be pinning loads of stuff and maybe they're just pinning for them and they'll have all these boards that are like you know for example like you say like for your wedding you've got your wedding board maybe you've got like one with recipes one you one with like a house renovation or whatever and then there'll be like one board that's like my business and then they'll put all their yeah. business stuff <laughs> In that board mm -hmm. but really what you want to be doing is having your whole account be your like for your ideal customer so you can pin from other people if you're doing it anyway if you found something that interests you and it could also interest your ideal customer or something else that I like to say is like you know if you've been interviewed or something for example this I'm on this podcast right now it would make sense for me to pin from this podcast even though it's not my link because mm -hmm. it's to do with me if that makes sense so it's not that you can't ever pin from anyone else or repin from anyone else but you don't have to be a creator mm -hmm. not a curator that's a good good way of summing it up that is really interesting because I think I'd heard the old news of like yeah. you have to be like actively quite actively like the I remember like hearing someone say you had to like repin like at least like 20 other people yeah. every day and like it and I was like oh my god it sounds so overwhelming yeah. and also like I was just like no I'm not gonna do that yeah. so um that's really good news yeah. to be honest. it really it was it basically changed around this fresh content update and in, in so again it was like around 2020 
they and you really did have to pin a lot in back in the day you used to have to pin you know between like 15 to 20 some people were pinning like 50 pins a day and that's of course it got stale because everyone to do that to get keep up with that volume people just had to churn out the same stuff and also like have things on loop and they also had you know they the quality just went really down so now they're much more focused on quality over quantity like you don't have to be churning out that many and I think that at first people were like because they used to pinning 20 pins a day they were like well I can't pin 20 pins a day of my own content because how could I possibly make that many pins and they were like no 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 you don't have to do that anymore you you know you don't have to be Mm -hmm. working at that volume I think that's not that I'm a big Pinterest user like I am personally but not necessarily in the business side of things yet but from other people like you like other people who are very into Pinterest I think that's what sounds so nice about Pinterest they seem to really listen to the people who are actually using it and basically I'm thinking they're like the antithesis of Instagram who are like um, quantity 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 just post as many reels and they're like oh we won't really tell you how it works and then people are putting out you know low quality reels but they're getting thousands of you know shares or whatever whereas Pinterest it seems to be like just produce really high quality stuff and other people will like it and it will all be nice for everyone. (laughs) Yeah, they honestly, I can't sing the Pinterest team's praises enough. Like this, obviously I've mostly dealt with the Pinterest UK team. They are just the nicest people and they are so supportive and they run events, you know, like I mentioned the wedding event that they ran. They also run online events. They run webinars. They really want their creators to succeed. Like they really, really do. And they are transparent about about what works like they don't it's not sort of like this this big mystery <laughs> so they're like they're not sort of trying to hide it from us and the other thing they care about they care about their creators but they also really care about their users and the thing that they they really promote is the fact that it's like the, the platform for positivity they also call it the online oasis where you're going to go and it's not about getting trolled and it's not you know about comparing and like keeping up with you know your favorite influencers it's your people are going there to plan their ideal life so it's sort of like stepping into a vision board and they take that really really seriously and they put loads of things in place to keep it a positive platform so yeah Mm. it's great I love love that (laughs) yeah that's that's actually so nice I think when especially at the moment there seemed to be so much negativity about social media some of it warranted some of it a bit extreme (laughs) um but it's nice to hear of a platform who actually kind of cares and you know, cares about their, like you said, creators and also users. Um, so if someone was just getting started, what would be your top tips to get you going on Pinterest? Yes, this is a good one. So I would say if you don't already start using it as a user, because I think so many people just sort of, and again, people do this with TikTok and things like that as well. They'll go on and, and just sort of start posting and not really think about the context of what the platform is. So I think it is important to go on and have a little look around first if you're not using it for personal use already. If you are using it for personal use, like a lot of people are, you probably already know the sort of vibe on there. But that's what I would say first, and maybe even do a few searches around your niche to see what kind of stuff pops up. That can be a really good way of of knowing how other people who, you know, have a service like yours, how, Mm -hmm. how they use it and what they're doing so that's that's one thing then I would say make sure you've got a business account set up that's an important one it's free you can change your personal account over to a business account and just like clean up your profile I guess like like you don't really have to 
think too much on it like sometimes people get stuck at this stage and they're like I'm going to have the most perfect profile ever and then I'll start fitting but definitely don't like set honestly set like an hour time limit and clean it up as much as you can and then start pinning because otherwise you'll just you'll it'll never be perfect and there's no point of being perfect anyway because people aren't spending that much time there but sort of the key points you can do to sort of give yourself a bit of a profile audit if you already have a profile is clean up your bio make sure you've got some keywords in there of what you offer what do you do who do you help that sort of thing and then have a look at your boards and see which ones are relevant to your ideal customer if some of them aren't you can put them you can make them secret you could archive them one thing I would say is don't mass delete loads of pins because sometimes Mm. that can get you flagged for spam if you just delete like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pins at once it can get you accidentally flagged for spam so maybe avoid doing that but you can put your boards to secret and just like clean up your profile maybe have a look at your board titles and see where you could add in a few more keywords uh and one thing that you need to not do which I did at the beginning and I always use this example is don't give your boards like flowery flowery words you know I I use the example all the time I had a board that was just basically pictures of cute animals (laughs) which again probably it's not relevant to my target audience anyway but the other thing that was wrong with that is I called the board cutie mcbooty which aside from being embarrassing is also not a word and also there were like I had spaces in between each letter and I see people do this all the time like they'll have like fitness but it'll be like f space i space and it's yeah because it's aesthetic going for the aesthetic yeah Yeah. and I get where that comes from and I did it as well but you're basically counting yourself out of search so that's what I would say is your first step go and clean all of that any of those like little bad habits that you didn't even know were bad habits just go clean some of that up and then it really is just about starting pinning and not not allowing perfectionism to set in. And a good way actually of, of getting sort of dipping your toe into pins is just taking stock of all the content that you've got already. Like you said, if you've got Instagram stuff mm. that would work really well, if you've got some reels you could repurpose, you've got some TikTok videos, maybe you've got some carousel posts, or even if you look at how many blog posts you've got, just look at what you already have and start drawing from there for your pins rather than feeling like I need to have an idea for Pinterest you can very much like Mm -hmm. go with what you already have and start using that thank you so much Rachel this has been such a great conversation um would you be able to tell everyone who's listening how they can find out more about you and how you can help them with their Pinterest strategy yeah of course so I um, well, I'm at Rachel Emma Waring everywhere, basically. Pinterest, TikTok, Instagram, rachelemmawaring.com. That's my website. Uh, and I right now am, I'm running, I'm sort of running into a launch at the moment. And I think this is coming out towards the end of my doors open stage. Uh, but I'm about to start my group training program, which is called Ignite Your Pinterest Strategy, which is basically my sort of signature offering for Pinterest. It's like a group training program where we go through all the stuff you need to know to have a successful Pinterest strategy. Basically, it's like my key thing if you want to learn Pinterest with me. Uh, but if you're listening to this later, uh, that that this year will probably run twice a year. So it will run in March and autumn, late autumn sometime. Um, but in, in the in-between of that, I also have, a, if you're like a super, super Pinterest beginner and you want to learn all the first steps, I've got a workshop called Beginner Pinners, which is available all the time. It's on instant access. And I also do one-to-one work as well. If you're like, if you're, I don't really have time to do a course or I'd work better one-to-one. I also work with lots of people one-to-one as well. 
Amazing. Thank you so much. And I'll put all of those in the show notes below. Thank you so Amazing. much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I've loved this. <laughs>